Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast, bitch. Turn it up! Hey, I just smoked a nigga. Yeah, this shit right here, not medical. Chop a fry him up. Turn that boy into a edible. Never been no home, my daughter. That shit right Listening to that red dot about that KC Mo, goddammit. Get that nigga, son. Shit! This combat, I'ma finish you. I bet they won't remember you. Leave a nigga cold as he gon' show him what December do. Catch him at the light and we gon' pop more than his senator. I ain't finna fight these blickies, made me feel like mystical. I can't get yeah. my gun. We got a jam-packed show tonight. We got the a legendary in the house, a forefather, a fucking pathfinder. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about some shit today. We're gonna talk about these DJing. We ain't gonna talk about DJs, but we're gonna just talk about DJing, scratching versus press and play. KC rap motherfucking history. Come on, Red Dot. Hey, this nigga sound hella scary, bro. Hella scary, bro. He said, I came in with K. Bitch, I'm from the K. And on that motherfucking note, let's go, nigga. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back. I am your host. Hold on, I forgot to do that wrong. Let me see. Peace, family. I have not found a perfect intro that suits me yet. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast, bitch. Turn it up. Yo, I'm your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Episode 31. We are going all the way in. Now, we got to open up the motherfucking history book, so y'all bear with me. Let's get some shit off our chest. Now, y'all know, before I begin the show, I like to get some shit off my chest. I call it the appetizer, right? I call it the appetizer. I like to put it out to the middle of the table and let all you mouthy mouths just munch that shit up. So this is what's on my mind, family. Why do people follow you on Facebook and Instagram, specifically Facebook? And this might make me an old nigga because my young niggas say nothing but old people fuck with Facebook. But why do people follow you Send you friend requests, but they don't ever say anything. They don't ever do anything. They don't ever like nothing. They don't ever share nothing. Every now and then, they drop in on your post to disagree with some shit. Now, y'all can call me Petty Freddy with the peg leg and the cane on the side. But something about somebody sending me a friend request, and they just sit there. I don't fucking get it. Or I get it. They just looking, looking ass niggas. I ain't gonna lie, man. I be wanting to just, because I view... 
let's just take Facebook for instance, and I'm on it. I look at Facebook the same way Coca-Cola looks at Channel 4. Like, I use social media to help sell my brand, my movement, or whatever the fuck I'm promoting at the time. That's what I use it for. So if you follow me, you're following me because you know me as the brand. But then you got some people, you got other brands, right? Other entities that just be looking. So y'all make some noise for all the looking ass sons of bitches. Man, y'all can say what y'all want to say. This, I don't like it. It's weird. It's, I just don't fucking like it. So let's get this show started right. Give me that motherfucking theme music. I need that fucking theme music. Let's go, big nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 31, half producer, half DJ. Now stop the fucking music, because I got to get an intro right for my guests. Those of you who know him, you know him, because I got his face up on the screen, right? But let me just roll out this motherfucking red carpet for my big bro, right? I may take a long time. We got him on hold. He's waiting. Let him sit. Let him sit. Let him marinate. Um, when I first met this guy, this guest that I'm about to bring on, when I first met him, I was on stage rapping. And when I got off stage, like classic hip hop movie shit, he stepped to me and he said, I'm fucking, I mean, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I'll just make up some shit. He said, I'm feeling you. I fuck with you. I love you. You were MC. You need to come on board. He was actually the first producer that took me under his wing. I was Snoop. He was Dre. I was motherfucking DMX. He was motherfucking Swiss Beats. I could have been Missy Elliott, but no, no funny shit. I was Missy Elliott. He was fucking Timberland. This guy is born and bred on hip hop. He makes me feel, see, I'm a producer too, but when I get around this guy, I'm just a little bitty rapper in a fucking rapper store of beats. He plays some beats and I just eat them up. I can freestyle all night to this nigga's beats. He's a producer and a fucking DJ, a legendary DJ who actually scratches records. Could we please make some noise for DJ Papa Cal, you little ugly bitch? <laughs> Man, Marlon. I get it better next time, but this is the first one. Let's Let's just get out there. Cal. So, DJ Papa Cal, the legendary DJ. What we can we, you know, now you know this shit can take four hours though, but we got to keep it down to sixty minutes. Cal, Cal, let me start this whole conversation off by asking you, what was the first rap record you heard that made you say, "I'm hip hop." The first record I probably heard to to actually that I purchased and bought 
was Rockbox Run DMC. Rockbox. What year are we talking? We're talking eighty three. Eighty three. Papa Cal. I gotta plug my damn. Yeah. I gotta plug my laptop up. Tell take 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 my viewers and my listeners into nineteen eighty three. What city you was in and what was going down? Please. So eighty three, I was still in Los Angeles, living in uh, Inglewood. This is you know early eighties when hip hop was still kind of migrating. It was still basically all New York hip hop, but you got to realize it was making its way. You had maybe um, a couple of you know as far as the OGs already who were out there, as far as you know Short and Ice T who were already making a run, Dub C who was already ready to stop you know ready to break out of their careers. You said, hold on, I, I had to go get my charge and plug it up, so I missed a little bit of that. But I heard Inglewood. Yeah. Okay, so in 1983, you were staying in Inglewood, mm-hmm. California? Mm-hmm. Blood territory, right? Yeah, it was, it was, it was mixed, definitely. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, okay now, yeah. now, put me back on game. What, what's the hip-hop scene like, 1983? Well, you got Rodney O. Joe Cooley. You got Ice-T. Mm. I mean, you you got the L.A. Breakers. You still got the uh, the world-class wrecking crew with Dre and Yellow mm-hmm. around the same time that they were, you know, ready to create and start in W.A. I mean, you had a lot of, lot of still history, but it wasn't as big as New York scene just for the fact that New York had already pretty much was ready to start their era. How old were you in 83, Cal? Oh, we're talking maybe... Uh, talking about probably about maybe seven, eight, nine. Mm. Okay. Yeah, born into adolescent, teenage years. Okay. Probably when records were starting. Because you got to realize, you go back to, um, you know, the Sugar Hill Gang, you're talking, you know, Grandmaster Flashers, all of that, those records were just being brought. Hello? Hadn't come to L.A. yet. It was already started making its way was, you know, just the beginning of that of, of that chapter. You said hip-hop was on its way to L.A.? Oh, yeah. Mm, 83? Yeah, yeah, think about it. Most of the acts were all in New York. You had you had Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel. You had uh, Carrie's One. Think about it. If you got that first album of poetry... A lot of those records were made in the early 80s. Mm. And a lot of them were with major deals. They were all just kind of, you know, minor, you know, mom and pop distribution deals that, you know, weren't near as what they are now. Or even, you know, a lot of the golden area MCs where you had a lot of the labels then just swooping up MCs and producers. So, so what age, let's fast forward a little bit that you uh-huh. get, were you, and I never think I've ever asked you this, was you a DJ first? Breaker first, yeah. rapper first, what? Yeah, yeah, DJ. DJ, and, okay. Right. And what? you got to realize, I, I come from a well-music-orientated family. So with me already having come up, yeah. And then I have a cousin, a second cousin, that's still one of the original members of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Ralph Johnson. Mm, so when right. you have that, you have that foundation in your family, and you have a lot of artists and a lot of, you know, family members who used to play music themselves. I mean, hell, my, my grandpa, you know, used to play. He used to play ragtime and blues and jazz. It's when you your, hear a lot of those, yeah, when you hear a lot bones. of those, 
Yeah, yeah. When you hear a lot of that music orientated, especially coming up in the house, and you hear a lot of gospel and blues records, and you know, you, you funk and and R and B, it's like a big pot of gumbo. You hear all these different sounds, especially when you see a lot of vinyl spinning around. You know, in the seventies, well, that's why a I'm, lot of records. So, when did you get your first turntable? Uh, probably, I'd say maybe eighty-seven. Because you got to realize. Yeah, even born in a diet, and you know my moms and pops. My pops was a you know being me and a military brat moved out to California and was stationed out there. But then we ended up moving you know to Kansas, back to Kansas City as I got older. Oh, okay. So you started so, out in KCK. Yeah, yeah. That's that's I'm born bred. That's the, born and bred. Actually, in, in over at Manure Medical. Okay, because I always thought you, I, 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 I thought yeah, you, but, I thought you came from L.A. at a young age here. So you was started here, went to L.A. and came back. I was born, but think about, it. Uh, yeah, just enough time for my mom, my pops to you know be stationed and go out to L.A. So I even have any memory of, of, of being in Kansas just because I was still a baby. Mm. So all of my older adolescent years was being, you know, basically brought up in L.A. It's just like with exhibit. In Oklahoma, or Tash from Alcoholics with Columbus, Ohio, or Bow Wow being, you know, it's it's an area where you brought up where you first, you know, you, you get those memories, those moments, those chapters of your life. Right. So yeah. that first turntable, like, what was the first DJ uh-huh. name? We got that first turntable. We talking eighty seven DJ technique. technique. Yeah, I got to use one. <laughs> Had some bumps and bruises on it, but it did the trick. Uh huh. So take me the Radio Shack. And a radio shack mixes. They don't make them like that no more. And you, 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 you going into DJ training right now? Yeah. So oh who, yeah, yeah. So what? Any DJ? And who inspired you though to DJ? Because I'm. Well, if we talking worldwide, I can give you a list. If we talking Kansas City Foundation base wise, yeah, Kansas, Jock C- Max, Kansas, Jock City. Max, and DJ Fresh. Cause rock, and DJ Rice, rock I call box, him the, the triple threat. Rockbox three, Rockbox got you into hip hop, but DJ Fresh, DJ Jock Max, yes. And who else? And then also, I got to give a big, huge shout out to another DJ that I really thought, like he said, had a huge influence was Icy Rock. Mm-hmm. That is my mentor. So that tree of command kind of goes down. That's why I come from that root. And these guys that I just mentioned, these guys had a big, huge influence just because of the way their style, how their blends were, how their cuts were. I mean, you know, these were some of the older profiles because they've been doing it for so long. Were you, were you, so where, where was you seeing them DJing at and shit? Well, high school, I mean, I went to Schlego, so I was getting out, you know, little knucklehead, still in training, okay. you learning your hip hop roots. Of course, Fresh shit. was at the Cove. Yeah, Rock, I would go see Rock because Rock was doing parties, you know, and then I would see him also in his basement. Jock Max, Jock Max was doing parties because, you know, I was rolling with, with Positive Seal Productions back then, which was, you know, Daryl Hall, right. my engineer. So Jock was doing a lot of parties, you know, over at, you know, you know we used to have those down in Paris. Mm-hmm. And, so you, so when you, when you yeah. first saw, when you first yeah. saw Fresh at the Cold, what you just, you, cause like, I'm trying to figure out what I is, would, the, it's like seeing him, seeing the DJ work that, 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 yeah, that, the way that he shit. works his hands, his, 
it's finesse. Right, because it's, it's different. It's different for a rapper when you ask right, us who inspired right. us. So a right, DJ, right. tell us how. So take take my take my listeners into the mind of a kid looking at a DJ I, becoming. So everybody has their tricks to the trades. Mm-hmm. It I function a little bit different because it's like being a production. When you play percussion, you're the heart. You're the you're basically the backbone of the band. Anybody right. knows who plays music, plays any instrument. I don't care if there's horse crap all over in the streets, everything. You don't move the boys. You don't break rate. You do not lose sight of your drum line. That's right. always. So when you have that foundation, that's why it's easy. Or I can't say it, it's, a, it's a gift. It, it's a kind of an unnatural gift because I can pick up certain tempos. And when you spin records, a lot of the time you are picking those tempos up. You're able to jump in and out with records because you understand temples, whether it's 85 beats per measure, whether it's 90. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting too fucking scientific (laughs) because you got to keep this shit... Cause I'm in my head, I'm, like, cause you know I got it. You know I got a DDJ. I got. I done bought me a DDJ. I know, and so, that's what so, I want. My, but, but, but my BPM wanna... is in my head. So, yeah, so we don't want to. I mean, you speak your <laughs> shit, but you sounded like you sounded use, like Einstein. The the memories no, and calculuses. I, I have an automatic metronome because, like you said, when you play different genres of music, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I play. Symphony. I now played a lot mm. of March Corp. Right. So you play March Corp, orchestra, symphonic, orchestra. Uh, right, right. Mm. Classical symphonic. You play jazz band. So then you have a lot of swing time. You learn all these different, you know, tempos and beats and stuff. This was at a very young, and you still kind of learn how to use them. But got all. Yeah, you breaking up. Uh, yeah, you there. Uh, even with making production or with your spinning, you're able to pick up numbers a lot faster because you're using basically when you run no, your head nigga, like a metronome. No, nigga, you just you a, you like an alien, up. nigga. That's nah, stop making this shit sound all. <laughs> you just from another planet, yeah. and you got to make this I shit just, sound human for these humans I, listening. No, nah, just everybody has no, their gifts. I just. I, I see shit. records and, and uh, yeah, I just see this makes, and, this, and, and feel music a lot different than other people. This makes sense because I mean we're talking about your DJ side right now, but we got to jump into your. Right. I don't want to get into the producer side yet, but let me just say, right, this makes sense because when you play beats, when I'm like when I'm freestyling to your beats in my head, right, I see like num, I see the matrix numbers. That's why, like different right. producers. When I get around them, I freestyle. But when I'm with you, right. it's like I'm freestyling, like reading um, like cryptic code. So that would explain why your yeah. beats sound the way they yeah. sound. Like a, eh, we don't want to get into that yeah, it's, yet. It's, so well, it's, it's it's the performing art side of that. It's like reading or studying Cause, cause uh, you, Socrates or or even you know Shakespeare. It's it's like. Writing a story, you, so Cal, you come into it. You, yeah. I hate to cut you off, but we got to merge. I'm not. You good? Are so the younger DJs are going to hear this shit and be like, uh-huh. "What the fuck are this niggas?" They because they going to be are they going to be like because you you talking about like the deep deep essence of the yeah. the, the, the 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 rhythmic you know all that shit I'm looking for of DJing yeah, yeah. Of DJing. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, 
understand and analyze it. You, bro- you know, you, a lot of other DJs, everybody's different. You breaking up too with that oh, okay. goddamn Android, nigga. Hell yeah, I can, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. All right, everybody's different as far as, even with their blends and mixes and stuff. I mean, Kansas City, KC's got a, a okay. hell of a lot of okay. brand of DJs down okay. there. Okay, so let me get back on track. So okay. you 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 in Kansas City, you seeing Fresh, uh-huh. you seeing uh-huh. Icy Rock, you seeing all these uh-huh. legendary Kansas City yeah. DJs. Jock Max, DJ Jock Rice. Max, yeah. DJ Rice. So yeah. now you back at the house in the basement. What's going on now? When when did how long did it have? Because I've been trying to get it. I mean, you know, I've been trying to learn how to be a DJ because I saw Snoop right. DJ and he started off as rapper. But right. I under like I've been trying to get it. And I be getting frustrated and I be like, well, now wait a minute. I listen to well, music every the, day. How come I can't just yeah. bring that next song in on beat? Oh, dude, trust me. The takes, earlier my earlier stages, don't think I didn't scratch up a lot of. Mom's is records. And yeah, you, do, and you using <laughs> records. Yeah, vinyl. I'm talking yeah, about a DJ. A of, right. We we talking a lot of vinyl that got damaged. Mm. A lot of classic stuff that moms will never get back, but I still hear about it from right from right now. Did but you, that's the point. That's you know, you go through your bumps and bruises process. Did you just say vinyl? Yeah. Holy vinyl. shit, we having a OG moment right now. Hold on, Papa Cal. Hold on, Cal. Hold on, Cal. Let me check these niggas real quick. We having an OG moment right now. Cal, could you please explain to my listeners, any one of them who might have forgot what vinyl is? So vinyl is pressed up records, which come in the standard size of 33 Forty-five or seventy-eight. Okay. okay. You can also you can also now get them because they're coming back into production. So vinyl is coming back. Okay. Uh, the good thing is about the vinyl is with the new technology or the software with Serato, you can still run you know your CDJs, your controller one piece, or you can run you know your your your, your standard manpower with your techniques or stands or whatever you rock denims, whatever you you know you choose to use, you got access to still keep all of them, you know, moving along. So that's what I like because I still get those jump in and out of all of mine. So back in so what year are we in now? Should we are we in the nineties yet or are we still late? So eighties, my eighties with me where I grew up, um I lived around the corner from one of my OGs in the neighborhood and he's the one who actually took me to Ice Rock. Him and him matter of fact, him and Durham. And because you know back then, this is you know you had the back the Black Panthers of the dance floor, which was my uh, people's and, and fam DJ Hike. Shout out to my man DJ Hike, Mr. Shout Moon, out Hike. AKA Ha Solo. Uh, we were doing parties and stuff with them. Of course, I was you know crew with them, and uh, yeah, they took me over. Uh, the big OG Dirty Kirk. Shout out to OG Dirty Kirk. Him and and. Uh, Daryl took me over to rock. And rock. the first time, yeah, we talking like 87, who, my freshman year. Who is also a D, half DJ, half producer. Yes, he is. So what's the so when they took me DJ over? Half? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When they took me over to his, his spot, I never looked back after that. And, yeah, I was just blown away just because of so the is, creativity. So, and yeah, I was... So is DJ Icy Rock the reason you have DJ half producer? 
Rock has a good influence on that, so does DJ Jock Max. Those two guys were big, huge influences. Why? Because you had on one side of the river, on the most side, you had Rock, who was just, oh my gosh, was just like blown away. Rock was like my Dr. Dre, Timberland. The guy just made incredible shit. Yes. The crazy part is you come back on the Kansas side, you got Jock Max, who was mm. just like the epitome of underground. I mean, the guy would Our DJ beat you, would, the dude would run circles around you for breakfast with his cuts. The, the guy is just phenomenal. I've been trying and to meet production. him, bro. So those two, oh yeah, yeah, we, we can make that happen. I, those I, two were big influences on me. I actually inboxed, um, and Jock Max, he vouched this. Uh-huh. And I, we, 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 yeah. we had a little short inbox conversation. I was on some like hip-hop right, right. God worship shit. I don't know if I yeah. sounded like yeah. like a weirdo, but I was just telling him, yeah. like, bro, I've been hearing about you for billions of yeah. years. You like, I, you know, oh, this is what it was. When I found yeah. out he was from KCK, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Mm. Those guys, and then also, you know, had a big influence, like you said, with my early stages. Because growing up on when Rock was in Missouri and I was going over there doing getting production, this is the same tree that I come from with tech. Mm. And the homie Filster from Pure Dope because right. we were all we were all fucking with Frozen Image Productions. Phil was, was Phil was on yeah. there. He did the uh, he did right. the OG set. Uh, yeah, the homie will tell you that we we all start following each other. So I was over there at the early stages when you know with the tech and then we're working on Nomad. Was the, was the Kansas and, Missouri thing relevant then, or was it a joke then, or was it even not even even? There. Missouri had a lot more probably stronger artists at that time that was coming up probably established. No, I mean, Kansas, I mean, but was there, like, far as the rap guys, far as y'all, was there oh, ever well, any... Kansas, yes. Okay. Yeah, you. I'm gonna tell you, it was two. The homie Jason Robinson. I we went to Schlegel. Lee Joe. Leon went to Schlegel with me. Rest in Joe peace, Yes, sir. Rest in peace, fam. Joe Vertical. We went to school together. You see all this talent? I, this, these are guys that I went to school with at Schlego. And we were all, you know, besides the Panthers, we were all together. And, yeah, you had a lot of talent around. Even Jason Robinson, my homie Jay, my homie Jay, Jay Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jay was, was huge. And his cousin, Lindell, they were huge artists. And then Jason had his brother, Johnny. So you, they had a group called U2X. Mm-hmm. So with them... And then, of course, the OG Hobo. Nigga, this, this, this is yeah. his. And then Hobo. So Hobie, Hobo was also putting it down. He was Hobo the forefather. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm coming up around all these older. Hello? Breaking up yeah. on me. Bring it, bring it. Let me hit that rewind on you. Okay. Play. <laughs> all right. It's, it's run with Casey. Hip hop is really start making this run. Mm. Uh, you had the, you know, the, with Michael Crow with the Black Panthers, the dance floor. You had Casey Easterwood. Uh, shout out to the homie Kev, Dilemma. You, Dilemma was still a, 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 a youngster. Youngster. Like he and Kev. Yeah, me and Kev, but Dilemma was coming up. He was taking all of this, soaking all this in. You know what I'm saying? Hit a low. Mm. And then you got. You got KC Easterwood, Kev. You going into Kev. the '90s now, right? If I'm correct, you going Kevin into the '90s Blue. now. You well up into the from '90s now, right? 
Which right, we're ready to go into the 90s. Okay. Yeah, we're ready to go into the 90s. Let's go, Nick. Right. So, this is around the time, like you said, I started doing a lot more stuff with OG Riff. OG Black Wild. Riff. Yeah, wow. Romeo Ronnell, Fredericks, Ronnell. Twins, shout out, rest in peace, Twins, uh, Keith and Kev. Well, you got the history. Rock man. money. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, yeah. nigga, hold on. I gotta yeah. stop you. I gotta Dread. stop you. Can we please give this walk in history book some, please, yeah. bitches in the back? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Slow down, Cal. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. Hold on. You got to yeah, slow down. Man. You got to slow down. You got to slow yeah. down. There's a lot of speed bumps. A lot of speed bumps. These are all Jedi. These are all certified Jedis that, that, that had a big influence on me. Go back. Go, go a back. A lot of stuff that I did. Go back to OG Riff. Yeah, you see, you got the big homie, the big OG, OG Riff. You got Black Walt, Black, Black Pole Walt. Society. Yes, sir. You got Dreads. You got DJ Danny Girl. You got Jeremy and the Flavor Pack that was getting stuff cracking for the hip hop scene. Mm, you got Flavor Stacey. Pack. Hold on, hold on. You got hold my on, homie, the Popper, Walt Lee, Dun Diller. A lot of speed yeah, bumps dude. up there. A lot of speed bumps. Got to slow down. Yeah. Got to slow down here. Yeah, man. Flavor pack, right? You got Dog Star D. Dog Star all D. These, all these, all these. Now you went they back. Took me up on, yeah, man, you got these guys because these are guys that in an early hip hop. In case he was taken off, these so, are the guys that had a huge, huge influence on me. So, Calvin, is it safe to say that KCK and KC Moe are equally interwoven into the Kansas City hip-hop history books? I would say they are. You you got some, it's just probably now you have a lot of even, artists who probably, huh? Even though, I mean, even though there's more people per capita in the 816. Uh-huh. You still got some heavy fucking hitters. Whether it be DJ. Because look at DJ yeah. Jock Max is from KCK, yeah. bro. When yeah. I found that out, man, I damn near I was I was yeah. on, on some crying. I was on some hip hop shit in my room. Like, yeah. man, like I can't. I believe. mean, even the homie, even the homie a taxic. A taxic's from up from top up up in the top city area. Taxic's cold. That's another legendary. So much. Another one that so you got much. coming out of you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, you got some Kansas classic DJs on our side, man. You you got some. You definitely have some over here. So, Calvin, let's um, shit. That was getting deep, brother. <laughs> we gotta get into some fucking music because we play fucking okay. music on this podcast, and okay. you get a chance to hear some new shit. Okay. I don't know if you heard of some of these fellas. I'm gonna be playing. Um, depending on how fucking deep we go into these combos, but we okay. got, let me see, we got my man Tycoon Ant. Okay. Okay. You know, when, when they watch this back, I want y'all to know y'all are listening to a legendary, No, none of that cliche legend. Because niggas be saying <laughs> goat and legend. Anytime they make an emoji for something, you know this shit's been watered down. <laughs> just cause you can type that emoji goat emoji don't make you no motherfucking go but anyway Calvin this is a song called Final Call by Tycoon uh-huh. and, and when we done 
uh, get okay. your take on it. I'm going to have you on mute while the song's playing, all right? Okay. And I'll bring you back in. Let's okay. go. Y'all get me. All right, let's go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, all y'all people in the background, y'all give him some. Don't just be standing there. Yeah. I got a calendar with me on all 12 months. Master of my senses, nigga. I smell funk. Mattress on top of mattress. All you niggas bunk. I put your father in the back seat. Or oh, I can pop the trunk. I'm on the lunch break. I do 16 bars in one take. I'm at the tennis court. Well, all the ops is unsafe. Them BB guns, not BB guns. We not about to bump fake. We all about them pies. Not about them crumb cakes. This is elegance and preparation. Top pay, severance and reparations. Bitches like top shelf liquor, we don't never chase them. She not healthy for a nigga if she never naked. Break your arm, arm, leg, leg, you know the forecast. Made man, we do the chores fast. I run the 10K with a sword cast. My green through the screen, don't affiliate with DoorDash. I walk on water, this the Lord ass. Tycoon. If I like your selection, yeah, we buy it all. My feet ain't the game, we walk before we crawl. Shirt off, we get the flexing. You must respect the gesture. By the bar right now, it's final call. If I like your selection, yeah, we buy it all. Mafia lane, the game we walk before we call. Shirt off, we get the flexing. You must respect the gesture. Hey, y'all getting drunk. Final call. Okay. That was my man, Tycoon Ant. Wow. Final call. You know, they be shutting me down on here when I play certain rappers shit, so I can't play the song too from? long. Bro is from Kansas City, Missouri, and I fuck with that song heavy. You know what? Heavy. Yeah, Jedi. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really you know, feeling that young Jedi. You know I, I ain't going to be playing anything yeah. on that shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, be you might send them out one for. You might have to send them out one for a Jedi training cipher session. Shit. I'm not, this is the cipher. Remember, I told you about the cipher shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we back, we back, we back on the line. Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I am your host, Matt Marlin, aka Mister Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Episode 31. Half producer, half DJ, the legendary Papa Cow. He is is basically one if you open up the mad marlin bible of rap the part where it says we created this rapper in our image i was the thing that and this nigga was the motherfucker create me so calvin can we please 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 can you please give me your honest opinion on Scratching DJs who scratch, get up there and put on shows versus what it's been reduced to, which is what you know your Jedi's been trying to practice on. I got a DDJ and shit talking about DJ Matt Marley. I I always say I'm a fake ass DJ too because I don't want to disrespect you. Because I don't want to disrespect, I'll be saying I'm a fake ass DJ. Well, it's, it's, here's the thing with that battle, because you got a lot of the, the, the old head Jedi's that come from that world with 1,200. Some guys, hey, I know some guys that are just now converting over to getting one pieces. Think about it. That's a lot of ammo to take out, you know, at the end of the night when you got to do gigs. 
Having a controller, yes, it, it does give you the advantage because you can plug up, especially we live in a generation of technology now where everybody uses controllers in one piece. So, yeah, I get that. And it's easier to hook up, especially when you got to do sessions. Yeah, it's easier. But nothing beats the originality when you have to beat up some 12 technique 1200. Nothing can take or ever replace that vinyl quality. As well, they are still hands down the most stable and steady forms of probably using, you know, as far as your cuts and everything that you can use. There is no replacing them. But there's more conveniency right now. But yeah, I, trust me, it took me years to DJ and, and Marley. There you go. So I call it the goddamn yeah, Android. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me hit rewind. Play. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, like you said, even when I started my early ages, I spun all the way probably maybe until maybe for two years going into my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Then I bounced back over to production. Mm-hmm. So I've always went back and forth. I never just got into it until yeah. I got older. And, and I want- started yeah, started to realize I was like, well, there's other things that I could do to still be able to enjoy my craft and art as well as still be able to make revenue. So so DJing, let's for let's let's get into some cause on the Run Your Mouth podcast, we like to talk about race, religion, and politics, hip hop culture, right. and a whole lot of gang shit. And let's get into some right. gang shit right now. So I want to know, as a DJ, how do you feel? Give me, give me first. Give me how do you feel about rappers? Tell me how should a rapper, an artist, and I know they say we live in a time where rappers don't need DJs, and I'll get your opinion on that. But first, right. I want to say, back in the days of D- rappers coming up to the DJ. How should an artist approach a DJ in 2021 if he want to give this DJ his music? Respectable, man. I mean, we live in a... Artists nowadays don't respect a lot of the DJs because they come mm. in on some bully boom shit. Demand, you can't... Android, Android a DJ Android. can make or break your career, especially in the bars and the clubs. Mm. And if you want, you want that record plate... It's best you get on the same page that he does. But what if the artist say, well, it's 2021. It's 2021. Oh, nigga, we don't need no DJ. We got digital platforms. We don't need y'all. Yeah, we'll see how long that goes. And you go out and try to sell your merch and then do a show and come back and do your numbers. Mm. So you even. Always need... Some don't. It just appears. And then sometimes, like you said, some don't. But having that, you have that extra. You have that extra thump and glare to your show. You have that because there are certain times when you want your artist to probably take a quick break or even, you know, add more to your show. You want to give your your your, your, your people a show. Oh, and okay. And you sit up there, you got blocked, you you up there blocked up with like 20, 50, 70 guys up on the stage. You can't nobody hear nothing. Well, you already losing right there. You're losing your fans and your crowd right there. I mean, so, so on the flip side, New artists, I mean, they, they, they got streams. They got all kind of digital platforms. But when right. they go on tour, they need a DJ. Yeah, some do. All right, let's give some them some. Do. Get a DJ some. Some do. <laughs> some do. So, yeah. so DJing, like, man, is it – it's a high. Like, is it <clears> – <throat> 
because yeah, because and I want to talk about some other shit too. So, but I want also want to talk about like like me take me or no. Let's talk about Hobo Tone. Let me use Hobo Tone for instance because he to me right. he's the most successful rapper turned DJ. Yeah, and when I start start yeah. DJing, he'll he'll. He'll vouch that I was call I was calling this nigga like two three o'clock. I was I was bugging this nigga about all kind of equipment. So, <clears throat> but I get it though. Even though I might not never be, uh, cow. I might not never be a DJ Papa Cow. Oh man! I, I think because no, I'm just <laughs> saying. Like I, I think because right. because whether you are rapper turned DJ or DJ rapper producer whatever, it's still the right. groove of the beat. Like, cause yeah. I had to, yeah. I had to learn how to find the groove of one song yeah. playing and bringing the other right. one in. Yeah. It's different from when you are an artist and you're used to coming with certain bars versus yeah, when I went, I went hella far with that. Uh-oh. Yeah. Or even going with being in production with me, come back from a book. I come from a music before even DJ, before rapping, before anything of that stuff. It, I'm, I'm a musician first. So, to understand music, you know, theory logically is is a huge plus. Tone comes from that background too because Tone played music when you he said, was in high school. You said, so you talking to an eighteen year old DJ right now who got just got a DDJ, and you uh-huh. talking about music theory and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. You study music, you'll understand it a lot better. Oh, okay. I didn't get any quarters. I didn't get any breaks. Trust me, I worked for every bar that I, I had to jump over. Holy shit. Every one. Hold the fuck on. Hold on, Papa Cal. One second. Fuck. Damn, I always do this shit. Every fucking episode, I can't believe it. I wake up and forget to introduce my goddamn co-host. How the fuck did my co-host get a co-host? Now I got to introduce two motherfuckers. Damn. <laughs> all right. Nice. All right. <clears throat> We're going to edit that out later and shit. So, um, so Calvin, I forgot to get the transition before we move on to more of some KC rap history, I forgot the transition. When did you say, okay, am I getting bored with DJing? Or is it make sense that most DJs going all the way back to the inception of time become producers? Probably the conception of time because then I was already in marching band. I was in school. I was taking what four different music classes, mm. so it came in handy as far as when I think you know started working on my first drum machine. So I'm already taking jazz band, symphonic orchestra, jazz band, and then taking marching or uh, music. Well, you on the you on the balcony, nigga? Got them toes out on the balcony, nigga? <laughs> no, I'm in my <laughs> no, I'm in the Jedi layer. Oh, well, I heard, I heard. <laughs> yeah, you can hear. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, you got the Colombians going on outside down Columbians the street. Coming in, nigga. 
Yeah, you know, I'm in the south side of DMI where I'm staying up here in Iowa. So, yeah, it's, it's always some action up here. Man, DMI. Matter of fact, not that, not that far from where the quick trip where you ran on the quick trip. Not that far. The, uh, the quick trip. You posted up. Yeah, where you posted up and, and got the CDs off. Getting them yes, all. Getting them all. <laughs> Shout out to the whole motherfucking Des Moines goddamn area. <laughs> Hold on, let me get Des Moines some shit. Made a lot of money in Des Moines. A lot of white guys let me sleep on their motherfucking couch, nigga, and I had nowhere to go. Get in my nigga, son. <laughs> Every time I was on tour and I was coming from uh, Minnesota, KC's like, I can make it. I was like, I can't make it. I got the call Papa cow. Man, can I sleep on your couch? Sit, sit, come on through, boy. <laughs> All right, Calvin. Let's, um... Yeah, that's real plastic right there, buddy. Calvin, <laughs> take me. Let's get back into some of this Kansas City rap history. God damn, Romeo uh, Ronell, eight one six player. Romeo yep. Ronell. Yep. Um, who else you name off? Um, and you know what the kicker is? Ronell was the first guy. Fresh was the first one on the Missouri side that. Through being a rap battle was fun. A lot of people don't hold know. On, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a lot of speed bumps. It's a lot of speed bumps on this block, <laughs> and it's a stop sign right there, and it's kids running around. You got to slow down. Slow down. Now say that shit again. So say, fresh. DJ Fresh. Yep. Was the first DJ that threw me in the rap battle over Missouri over time. DJ Fresh was the first DJ to throw you in a rap battle because you was over there. You a Kansas nigga over there in a DJ rap battle. Right. Like somebody throw this nigga in a battle, see what he got. Yep. Come Fresh on, Cal. Hey, hey, get, get DJ Fresh on. Like My bad, Cal. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And that was at the party house. Mm, the party house. I remember that yeah. motherfucker, boy. Oh, yeah, a lot of. Yeah, I was 13 uh, sitting in the car while my cousin then was up oh, in man. there. I had to Man. sit in the car. That was the Wild West, buddy. Yeah, I was That's scared of the motherfucker. Boy, get an 816. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I was 13 sitting in the car waiting on them to come out. Boy, they came <laughs> out too running, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was always getting scared out of here. They yeah. was running. They was like, Man, yeah. get y'all Kansas you, ass back. <laughs> if you did not come correct in there with your skills, you got ran out of there. They would run you out. So oh, yeah. me and um Tupic, episode um thirty, the one uh-huh. right before this one. Uh-huh. We talking about the KC Mount Rushmore. So I can actually say we talked about the KC Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's it's a little controversial. A few people inbox me. I haven't seen it. Oh, you ain't seen it? Oh, I'm a tag you in it. Oh, well, you know, I keep ears. I keep ears and eyes. I've heard and I haven't seen it, but yes, I've heard of some of the controversy. The Kansas City Mount Rushmore. Um, he got Rich the Factor. Uh huh. Tech Nine. Uh huh. The Popper. Uh huh. Fat Tone uh-huh. and Lee Joe. That's okay. two picks, uh Casey Mount Rushmore. Right. Um uh, I mean somebody uh 
I mean, Sean, no, I ain't gonna do people like that. But somebody inbox me, they can't. <laughs> so you got a lot of some backlash from it. How? No, I, I mean, I mean, nah, hell, I'm not. You know, niggas be talking shit, but um, how do you? How do we determine a Mount Rushmore? I mean, you wanna? I mean, think any, about people that are anybody can have their own Mount Rushmore. But if we really built one, well, we need like a council, like a government council or some shit. Or I mean, it it depends on what standpoint you want to look at that from. Are we talking, you know, from both sides, or are you talking about as a collaborative just in general? Because I, I mean, just from what Soup would pick at, I mean, yeah, he he, he kind of summed it up. Me personally, yeah, I, I think that's the, me just call it out. I think that is. And you said Tech, Rich, Fatso, the Popper, and who else? Um, uh, Rich. It, yep, I got Rich. I got Tech, the Tech. Popper, Fatone. Yep. And Lee Joe. And Lee Joe. I agree. If I had to throw in probably one more. As far as probably that extra wild card, I would throw Hobo in there. And that's mm. out of respect. I would throw Tony in there. Because I remember... Tony re- a, a lot for the town. I mean, Let's talk about, about Hobo it. Tone for a second. Because I even... Shit, I can't lie. Because I remember being like 15 yeah. with Rick Hart. Yeah. Tone was... To, to, to keep it real, Tone was bone tone because Tone was fooling and fucking with with with, with, with uh, Jason's J Max brother Johnny and Tony Roma, Rock, and even Jock Max. They mm. they were already fooling, and then Jay Lee, the OG Jay Lee, Mister Mister Rhyme Master himself, Jay Lee, all of them, yes, Jay Lee. already like you said, were already affiliated with with Hobo, and Tone was bone tone back then. Jay Lizzle. I mean, them guys showed me my first SP twelve hundred. I didn't even know what an SP twelve hundred was until I seen Jock Max, Hobo, hey, was, and and Icy Rock. Was showed me my first one. On some rap shit, would like on some hip hop shit, like would Heat Mob be like our Wu Tang, Kansas City Wu Tang? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought, Okay, oh, yeah. that's what I was doing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you don't want to see. You don't want to see another heat mob. Shout out to my monsters, heat mob. Yeah, you don't want to see none of them. Tom Gat, Highlander, Jay Lee, Tahitius. Mm. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, nonfiction, nonfiction. Yeah, you do not want to see them guys. I don't Got know if he's. I don't know if he's heat mob, mob. But what about uh, who used to go back and forth with uh, Les Brown, uh, Aishon. Aish, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Even the five star dudes. The five star guy. The five star click. The five star click. Yeah, you had them. You had uh Devious Minds. Devious Minds, Topeka. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. KC yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. really do got a hip hop history book, right? Yeah, you think about it. Mardi Gras was like our shelter. Wow. Think about it, man. It was days that 
we came out, dude. I can even recall going, like you said, Battle of the Days coming out. You got Goku squads outside wanting to put a bullet in me because you didn't destroy them up there. You know, we take this serious. Some people don't. This, right. this is what we do. If this is this is our thing. You know, it, it, it's an art form. But when you have people who don't really understand the passion of that and think it's a joke and only to get embarrassed up on stage, when Hold you on. get into your feelings, what do you what do you expect? See, there go another OG moment. Yes, right. We having an OG moment. So there is a such thing as the culture. Of course, they've made it cliche, though, right? Right. But this thing we call the culture of hip hop. Right. So there is a such thing as like disrespecting it and not just giving a fuck and like, oh man, fuck all that shit. I'm just spitting this shit. You know what I mean? There's always, yeah, you know, that's another topic. So Calvin, we have really, really, really come to a point in the fucking show well, we got to play another motherfucking song and then we got to come back and get into the top five zombie apocalypse whack rapper list, nigga. The whack rapper zombie apocalypse playlist. I'm fucking fucked up right now, but when we come back, <laughs> we're going to get your top five Whack rapper zombie apocalypse playlist. What would you be listening about to? About nationwide, right? We we what, talking nationwide what, or just yeah, worldwide? Give a flying what you ma call it? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I mean, them boys smoking that menthol, <laughs> man. Them boys on the corner smoking menthol. Yeah, you don't want to ruffle no feathers. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some back. So it's a lot of back to the lavers. I mean, yeah. Calvin, we about to get into a song by my man Chris Carter. It's called Everything. Now you know I don't play nothing, but you man, you know I'm a dickhead when it comes to that rap shit, bro. Anybody I play on here, I probably do a song with them on one of your beats. Now I done played some shit on here before because I, you know, I might have promised a nigga. Or whatnot. But some songs I play more than others. And for one, I right. you know, a lot of rappers ain't sending me music, but they are. It's picking up. And, you know, I can't, I can't, I tell artists, like, I can't play a song if I don't really feel it in my heart because I ain't a radio station. I'm a fucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Right. So this is Chris Carter. It's called Everything. When we come back, we'll get your opinion on it and we'll get your what the fuck would you be listening to doing a whack rapper zombie apocalypse. My nigga, we'll be right back. Alright. Yeah, y'all in the background. Don't forget to get nephew son. Y'all just standing around and shit with y'all arms crossed. I put that on everything, all this gonna be mine. I can't rush it, dog, dog. Good things come in time. I put that on everything, I've been living fine. We've been living good, ayy. Money on my mind. Ayy. Sleeping on me, better wake up. Damn, cars got his cake up. Whole game full of outlines, but y'all niggas can't trace us. Y'all niggas can't fake us. Cody came with the base, huh? Now we chillin' in the bay, huh? Ay, iced out, iced out. 
My style, my style. Watch these niggas bite down. Hate a nigga pipe down. Oh, you talking too loud. What you finna do now? Caught a high hit a crowd. I put that on everything. We've been taking risks. Shorty been through everything. Put it on her wrist. I came in for everything. I'ma need it quick. I can't settle down, nah. We all gonna be rich. Oh well, oh well. Grab it on the coattails. Remember we was outside, nigga, now it's top floor hotel. Shipping crazy back home lately, so I gotta do it for the film. Headshots, headshots, if we shooting, it's to kill. Shack attack on that backboard, bring the building down like kill. Five fingers on each hand, I'm a player coach like Phil. Well, we can take it off the court, nigga, if you got a problem, what's the deal? Pop a nigga like a pill. I put that on everything, all this gonna be mine. Come on now, I gotta give you something. Y'all know how we do right here on the Run Your Mouth Podcast. Turn that shit up, bitch. We don't play nothing but that flaming hot, scorching Fahrenheit. Uh, Fahrenheit, whatever the fuck it's called. Fahrenheit shit. Woo. Now, Calvin, please be honest. Be honest. Be honest, bro. What you think of that track? It was, yeah, it was Android, all right. Android alert! Android alert! Android alert! Android alert! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, come on. Me first, like I said, the, the first banger. I, I was, I was really, really feeling the first banger that you that you slid. No wrong with the second. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. We can keep it all the way with Zill and the Fizzle. Cause I fuck with that motherfucker yeah. super duper heavy. If you nigga, you know, it don't matter what yeah. the fuck I think. Yeah, I don't know what you think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I coming from a production standpoint of view and a, and a DJ, there's probably probably more things that I would tighten up on it. That's that's just me. Mm-hmm. Just from, from what I hear, there's a couple some there's some tweaks and, and turns that probably just need to be tightened up on it. Right. But as far as the concept, yeah, I get it. You go. Don't. But just probably maybe just a little bit more. Shit, you gonna hear me and him on one of your tracks? Just, just say, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Hey, but I get his concept, but like you said, but as far as a thing, one thing like especially with a record like that, you gotta really make sure make sure it's a record that the women are are, are, are going to be able to, you know, to dance to. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have a, a record like that, that's gonna be a clubber. That's key. And that's coming even from a DJ standpoint. You know, okay. you want that record. Yeah, so that's something, like you said, okay. to keep in mind, especially for that type of record. You have to vision or even having maybe a couple of the home homegirls. If they can go through and you can and run through, run a compliance to them, and they're able to move their head or anything else, yeah, then that, that's, that's you know, for sure you got a winner. Right. Well, let me, uh, let me, uh, shit, okay, go ahead and duck down, nigga, let me throw another one at you, goddamn, let me shoot another one, goddamn, we ain't going out like that, let me go go in another motherfucker like that. This motherfucker right here is called Cocktail by my man K.O. Grams, right here, you heard it first, right here live, on the Run Your Mouth podcast, now K.O. Graham, I fuck with him heavy because, um, he kind of fucking remind me of a zero or a trade of truth, 
but uh-huh. I, but with not so much baritone, if that makes sense. Right. And I ain't even a weed yeah. talker. That's yeah. all some engineer shit. And then, and remember, yeah, I like the delivery, the flow, the delivery, right, the flow. Right, right, right. And, and remember, what I think about these songs don't matter. I want to know what you think about it because you my big homie. And I'm okay. saying, I'm saying, yeah, big homie, that's what I'm listening to right here. Right, right. All right, so this is uh, Cocktail by K.O. Graham. Let's go. And I, I got you still live. I ain't going to put you on mute because uh, we getting down to the end of the show. So let's go ahead and do it in. Okay, ready. Okay. Y'all give him some, everybody. Hold on, Cal. I got to start this shit over because this this, uh, this my motherfucking. This my, hold on. This is not. I said coach. Yeah, this is Coattail. Or did I say Cocktail? Coattail by K.O. Grams. And this is my shit. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta keep moving. He got, I got like seven yeah, songs from him. They be making so many songs, Cal. Right when you start loving one, they hit you with five, six, seven more. Let's go, big nigga. We don't move the same, though. Got me switching lanes. I really stick to the goal to go against the grain. They don't know my name. Hold it down like ten toes. They don't know my name. We don't move the same, though. Got me switching lanes. I really stick to the goal to go against the grain. I hope my haters listen, bitch, I know you wish Who the fuck you kidding, or the fuck you didn't Trying to tell the business, you don't know me, but still pushing, I'm living Never will forget it, me and all my niggas, man, I'm blessed, I'm gifted Still humble, I'm with it, want to smoke, come get it Acting like some bitches, man, I'm really with it Shows up through my city, coming through your city It's your man for filming, streaming to a million Keep that nina with me City, bro, who fucking with me? Gassing up, no limit. One and only nigga. Got the people listening. Students pay attention. What's the real intent? Blindsided by these bitches. Hit them, pull the pistol. Many of the kids. Thought I'd paint the picture. This is for the streets. This a masterpiece. Of Vinci Mona Lisa. Like it's nice to meet you. How much for the feature? 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 We don't move the same, no. Come on, bitch, y'all games, huh? Put the weed down, put the weed down, put the drink down. You done had too many drinks. Put the weed down. Okay, so Calvin. Okay, yep. Please, 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 please. Let me know your honest opinion on my nephew's song, K.O. Grams. That's called Coattail, my nigga. I want to hear what little homie just with the, without the auto tune what he sounds like. Mm. If he has a dope flow, I think probably with the removal of the auto tune mm. would we'll give him a little bit more solitary. Is he auto tune? That's auto tune on there. Yeah. You know, sometimes. Yeah. Damn. Okay, yeah. you more of a motherfucking vocalist analyzer than I am. Well, I sound engineer. It's, it's, it's light. That too. Is it light though? It's like I just think it's better without it, not, not even have it at all. Just 
the flow. Maybe even double up on the vocals, mm. but remove the auto, make right. it a lot more solid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely that. I could definitely say one, because one, one is three, I could feel it, but that number one was definitely a, yeah. Okay. All right. Shout out to all three of them. Shout out to all three of them still for doing their thing. Trust me. I had the same, I had to come up with, you know, constructive criticism even when I came up from, uh, from some of the older Jedi. Hey, I Trust fuck. Me, it make you a better, it, it make you a better, it make you a better person. It make it, you better, to make you stronger, to make you hungrier for what, what you want to do in your craft. That's what a lot of artists are doing now, they don't want to put in the work. They side cut. They won't want to do the stuff. Think about it. Everything now is so easy because you have social media. Right. We came up, we had street teams. We had to go into record label offices, sit down, meet with A&Rs. Yeah, dude, it was a lot of ground. We had to hold notebooks up and read our shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big cheap tablet. That's what we write. Niggas had to write. My hand is some of the times I was putting patterns and writing down drum patterns and sequences and stuff so I wouldn't forget. I know if I had them on my hands in the marker, there was no way that I would forget, you know, when to go to the next track and next pattern and stuff. Okay. We are fucking here. Let me get my sound effects. It is the year 4005. The whack rappers have taken over planet Earth. They have invaded all the studios. Smoking up all the weed. Just wasting a whole bunch of fucking time. But Calvin, if you listen to their music, you are infected. I mean, it's everywhere, bro. Your kids, they start doing a dance. They got their shirts on. But you, you, we got you and your family on a fucking island, bro. <laughs> I don't know That's right. A fucking island. But it's a catch. You can only... Listen to five artists. And we talking hip-hop. You can't throw no jazz, no R&B in. They did that shit wow. in earlier episodes, and I done kicked that shit right. out. This is, fucking, this is a hip-hop-oriented <laughs> podcast. You cannot add no jazz, no R&B, no fucking um, respect to all my ancestors, but we the grand, great-grandbabies of y'all, the hip-hop culture. So, Calvin, you can only listen to uh, five artists. That's it. You can listen to a whole catalog. You even got right. your own personal DJ on this island. If you snap your fingers, he'll appear. And when you're done listening, snap your fingers again, and he's gone. So just imagine being on an island, sitting on the So we're talking about producers and DJs Man, and we're talking about rappers. I got to get this shit clarity, huh? Rappers, rappers, MCs. It can be cool, <laughs> mo motherfucking D to Kendrick Lamar to Drake to Soldier Boy. I don't get no fuck. All right, so let's go. Start, my starting five. Hey, now remember, be... remember, hold on, hold on, because you know how fast you be going, talking like a fucking wizard and shit. 
people who listen hey. to this, we move slow, man. You we do a lot of drugs. Very time effective. So, Calvin, keep in mind, bro. Keep in mind, man. We don't know when this fucking shit gonna be over. It can be a hundred years on this island. But you got all your loved ones here. But you can only listen to five artists. Now let me give you the music. Let's go. Right. Let's go. So my five would be Nas. Nas. DJ Premier. Dr. Dre. Hold on. Hold on, goddamn! What is he doing? He's trying to finesse the system. Hold on, we got a finesse. You said five, right? We got a finesse the system alert. Cause you did you just say DJ Premier? Yes, I did. Hmm. This fucker's trying to finesse <laughs> the system. Well, my well, my county, my county, good. Hmm. I said no R and B. I said no rock. No. He said a DJ. Mm. Yeah. And a producer. Yeah. I think we can. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me clear out the old motherfucking reboot. Duck down, Cal. Duck. All right, we gotta clear out the uh change the rule book a bit. Okay. You can get a DJ, y'all. Okay. Cause, cause, right. cause, cause, if you say Dre, you can play the Chronic album. You can play Snoop. Okay, come on, let me get your theme music back, there, bro. Let's go. Now slow it down, Cal. You're going fast. You said right. Nas, Premier, DJ Premier, Dre, Doctor Dre, Tech. Ooh. Tech done showed up on here. It's probably his third appearance, maybe second. God, this is gonna hurt. This is toss up. He got I'ma throw in I'm gonna throw in Kendrick Lamar. K dot. So let's fucking talk about Nas. Did he or did he not? Take Jigger's head off with Eater. Or you complete the fifth, Nick. That's a flawless battle. That was the flawless battle. Yeah, he 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 ripped it. Okay. And I and I heard all of it. I heard all the verses. I heard the people were talking that Jay did. Ether I heard the Yeah, I heard the guy myself was good. I heard Jay's version. And then I heard, but but none of them, like you said, could top Ether. Ether was probably the hands down, probably the most vicious record since I've heard from since No Vaseline. No, Vas- no Vaseline, or The Bridge Is Over, or The Bridge Is Over. Let's give them both some. <laughs> so DJ Premier. Yeah. You talking about you about to be listening to a lot of gang stars. Yeah. Anything he yeah. produced, though. Anything he touches, man. I mean, 
and it's hard because you gave me only five not to, you know, take away. Like you said, there's so many other ones. Pete Rock, I went on that list. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we're going to stick I mean, to five because we on planet Earth. We got to speak their language. Right. We got to speak their language rock, to get in. I wanted, I wanted Icy Rock on that list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted Popper is on that list as one of MCs. You as a, as a you. Mm. But that, but but then again, that's a that's a conflict of interest if I put you on there. <laughs> so I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah, you know, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll that, you that. another. We'll do that right, once we get right. on CNN. Once we get on CNN, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we have to have somebody else judge or somebody yeah, else, another outside yeah, third party. Yeah. Then I can so, throw you in there because otherwise, everybody's like, oh, it's favoritism. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, yeah, it's my Padawan, yeah. of course. So, Doctor Dre. Do we even need to even cover it? Yeah, Dre definitely. Do we even need to say I mean, anything? Let's no. let's give Dre his because that's Dre. Just you're gonna be listening class, to Snoop. You can listen to NWA. You can listen to DLC. Anything Dre produced, you can listen to. Let's talk about our hometown hero, man. Aaron motherfucker. Label premiere and all the records he touched. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I said yeah. when you said DJ Premier. Right. So I'm thinking, well, DJ Premier. Because of all the records. Yeah, right. all the remixes he did and all the albums and singles. Of course. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. Technon tighter than Eminem? I say yes. I do too. And that's not me just being from, that's for me coming from, that's my brother. Man, we I mean, keeping I, it I fucking real. Love, we talking him. Right, dude. We talking that's him my bro. I love that nigga, man. We, 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 I mean, coming up the ground up, and I watched him putting so much work from the struggles to the success. Oh, shout we do sound biased, huh? Str- yeah. Strange, strange, strange music. Shout out to him and Big T. But even just from an artist standpoint, he is a prolific writer. You have mm. writers who just, they're dope. You got some good writers, and then you just have these writers of greatness. Mm. And he is one of those guys that I consider he writes greatness. He writes his life, his pain. He writes his happies. He writes his sad. It's hard to do that and give everybody sometimes your whole world. And he's one of those prolific writers dude who doesn't you know and, he, 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 he doesn't care he doesn't care about it he, he does it and, and he gets a lot of it's his therapy it's his therapy to do that and you can't say he's our well no offense to nobody but right I don't think we can say like he's our DMX or our Snoop Dogg he can right, now, right, I think right. I think for all the hard work tech put in a hundred right. years from now, people can say, "Hey, what you want to be when you grow? Oh man, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna grow up. I'm gonna be a rapper. Yeah, I'm gonna be out here, man. I'm gonna do my well, independent he's our, thing. He's our I'm a, I'm a, I mean, I'm, a, he, I'm he, gonna do he, my tech nine, man. I'm gonna get my tech nine on, man. Yeah, obviously, like you said, he he broke that gate. And a lot of niggas don't give him that credit, man. He he showed you how you could be successful. It's out there. You just have to put in the work and go and get it. And he opened up that floodgate to where, you know, he showed you. Hell, he even came back home, man, and took, you know, took brothers 
out on the road with him for different tours and stuff. Mm. That's hella love. A lot of, lot of dudes won't come back, back home to even their own communities. And the fact that he's put everybody on features and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when, when the MLK album first came out, I had a, a shot to do something on there. But fortunately, you know, being in my little knucklehead stages, I was still getting into, you know, doing doing stuff that wasn't so musical. Right. And it put a rap on me. We're having to take care of a lot of legal other things and stuff. And so, yeah, man, I, 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 I missed that shot. But the thing is, is that I look at it as it probably wasn't meant to be at that time. Right. And the fact that he's already set everything up, I mean, him was, has a big, big influence of showing me how to, you know, be your own man. I mean, me and Tech would always sit around and, and as he was coming up, like we used to just go back and forth with just with, with, with verbals and verbals and verbals and verbals, dude. And the dude is just, is just phenomenal with his wordplay. And to have somebody that can accurately chop words per minute. I mean, besides him, syllab- Lee Joe. Compound syllables yeah. like that. Yes, syllables. Besides him, D-Lo, and, and Liva, and, you know, I mean, God. Yeah, and a lot of, like you said, you tech who, who showed a lot of us, you know, a certain style that just kind of, like, took off. A lot of people weren't, you know, sure if that was even going to last or if he was going to stick around. Well, hell, he proved them wrong. Yeah. And he also got a song with your fifth artist, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Yes, he did. When he did Fragile. Is Kendrick Lamar a different type of L.A. or is that the new L.A.? Like, don't try to don't try to branch away from L.A. Because he's from a whole different generation. He's not from the, you know, Dickies and Flannels. What Kendrick is, what Kendrick is, is what you were to the dot probably after, you know, the the, the, the next generation came up. Basically, you came up a little bit up under me. That bridge gapper. He's Mm. bridging that gap. He's bridging that gap from like, when we came from this, you know, golden era of hip hop to where they are now. And you have unique artists who could do shit like that. You being one of them, because you bridged that gap. Because there wasn't no anybody really, you know, that hold was on, a torch hold on, carrier. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to keep. We got to. We got to put it like Nori be saying. We got to keep it on you. We got to keep it on you. We got to keep it on me. We got to keep it on you. We got to keep it on you. Gotta, keep it on you. Yeah. Calvin. So no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what I'm saying is basically, you have those bridge gappers, and yeah, he, he's one of those. And he's one of those bridge gappers, man. Okay. I mean. Take, but for Tech to run 20 years over, over the game and go from where he was now, we're talking late 90s, you know, mid-90s, even back in the 80s when we was all just really starting to, you know, try to get off the ground with this whole thing, but everybody, you know, trying to get into this music scene, I mean, and still be successful today. Yeah, dude, that's 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 strong. That's, that's, that's tough. That's tough, man. So we – I don't went longer than this. But we, oh, no, um, okay, do you got any shout outs uh-huh. that you want to cover before I wrap this shit up? You got any people yeah. you want to shout out? I do, man. And I'm going to try to wrap this shout out up in less about two minutes. So hold, on, then. Off, hold, man, hold, hold on, then. Let me play another song. Let me play another song real quick because I want to um, I want to make sure I play okay. everybody's song I said I was going to play. Um, okay. All right, I'm going to play this last song by my dude, Manager Man, and we're going to come back and let you do your shout-outs, and we'll wrap the goddamn show up.
And I'm gonna leave you on the okay. line. I'm gonna leave you on the line too. This is called okay, yep. Going Up by Manager Man and Cal Ten. This is my shit. I fuck with it heavy, real heavy. Okay, run it. Y'all give him something back there. It's almost the end of the show. Give him something. So shut up. Let's go, big nigga. I don't see no falling down, so the only way is up. Noses, if we stay focused, we the coldest. We turn niggas thoughts to dust. Yeah, 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 we up there. We share the ride, so we split the fare. Strap in, shit, we almost there. Got this bitch rolling like a wheelchair. I don't care if you home, you're hit the clown. If you a loser, then it's going down. Homie, don't play that, you hit the ground. And you'll float too if you hear the sound. I, I, I don't care if you home, you're hit the clown. If you a loser, then it's going down. Hom, homie, don't play that, you hit the ground. And you'll float too if you hear the sound. Yeah, yeah, y'all game time. Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. Yeah. I am your host, Bad Marla, a.k.a. Mr. Run Cal, give it to me, please. Please, please, please. All right. Shout out. So, uh... No, 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 no. got to give me the feed to the motherfucking Bizak. Give me the feed to the Bizak. Let me think, know what you think about that track going up by Manager like Man it. and Cal 10. Yo, I think it was a hot track, y'all. It was a hot track. My okay. man got a he got a club banger. That's, that's some rowdiness. So yeah, that's some Amari feeling it. Okay, he said he got a club banger. Okay, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Said he got a club banger. I'm about to let him know, manager man, if you out there, shout out manager man, Cal Ten. Um, I wore his shirt on one of my episodes. I forgot. So Cal, you got anybody you want to shout out before we wrap this shit up? Uh, yeah, so shout out. Let me give a shout out to my squad, uh, Zone Millennium. Uh, shout out to my man DJ Proper. I mean, my man DJ Hike, my sister Mika Banks, aka Bumbles, my boy ITD, Induce the Drama. Shout out to my man Righteous the Ruler, my boy At Most Feared, Jimmy the Saint, aka JT, my girl Mugsy the Saint. Shout out to my man Chauncey Clyde Chameleon. He is also part of his own William Squad. And you, fam, Young Padawan. Shout out to you, Matt Marlin. Other than that, I want to <laughs> say, say shout Padawan. out to the whole dot. Young Padawan. Padawan, what the hell that shit? <laughs> that is the Jedi assistant. Oh, okay. You okay. are no longer, your skills are complete, fam. 
there's nothing else I can do for you, Jedi. <laughs> Just like Vader said, your skills are complete. Yeah, that's big. That's big right there. Hey, right. Run Your Mouth Podcast, can we please make some noise for DJ Papa Cal? Okay, Cal. Shit, I'm going to take us out to some of this red dot. Uh, shit, man, I'm going to let you know when this dope going to be on the streets, brother. Man, are you still recording, Marlon? Yeah, we still recording. Oh, yeah, brother. I'm just, uh, I'm, that's my way of letting you. Yeah, that's my way of getting your ass off the phone if you're ready to get off. I'm going to let you know when the dope is on the streets. Uh, unless you got some more shout outs you want to get, Nick. Yeah, let me get some more shout outs, right. man. Oh, let me get some thing music, nigga. Let me get some shout outs, nigga. Shout out one time for my peoples up here in the DMI, the boys, Iowa. Shout out to RJ Music, Is One Productions. Shout out to my man, that motherfucker Steve, MCTV. Mm-hmm. And then shout out to my homeboy, The Popper, DJ Fresh. Mm-hmm. Giving another shout out to my uncle. Android Alert. Android Alert. Android Alert. Yeah, boy. Hello? You there? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, the battery must have died. That is my big bro, Papa Cal family. Y'all make some noise. Like I said, I met Papa Cal back in like 19, might have been 97, 96, 97. It was a talent show at the Kansas City, Kansas Community College. I was with my group. I think we was, was it the world or was it WG and 2K? Hello? Hold on. Hold on, bro. Hold on, let me get it. Hold on. Hello? That shit. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, that shit cut me off. Damn. Yeah, you cut off and shit. I hit you with the Android alert. I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if the mothership done came. <laughs> what? Shit. They must be on their way already. <laughs> shit. Oh uh, shit, nigga, that's good shit, man. I love it, fam. I appreciate you, man. Having no, it, it's dude. all good. Uh, I yeah, I was rapping. Nigga, it up. I could have went on for another hour. Shit, I had, look. I, I still have some more scrolls to go through. I yeah. still ain't got through half the, the rest. I hadn't even got through the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, the longer I go, the longer it takes to upload. But uh, I ain't upload. I, I ain't really got no too much editing to do because I kind of just roll it like it yeah. is. But uh, no, nah, you, you get good. a copy of that, Marlon? I want you to send that to me because I want to be, of course, you know, I'm, I love to go back and use my own chops and samples. So mm. I want to use some of those so I can chop and use for music. That way, when I go back and start making music and send you some shit, I want to use part of that because part of those, like you said, I'm going to either use that in intro or in between the song or probably bounce back something that I'll hear in there that I'll sample back. Yeah, it's And I know be there's something I can use for a hook. It's going uh, to be on my YouTube page, too. Run Your Mouth Podcast. Oh, oh nice. Weird. Uh... It'll probably be on there this week. Uh, what's today? Okay. Yeah, it'll be on there this week. Okay. Okay. Do me a favor. Send me. Can you? Is there any way that you can record or send it an MP3 to send me 
and that was so fucking dope. But you sent me the only thing is is that I tried to uh, download it, wouldn't let me download it. So what I might have to do is just probably play it and then sample it back into my roller. I might have to sample because I could use it or patch it up. You know what? I, I might just get it and drag it into my reasons. I didn't think about that either. I could do it in there. Mm. But I'd rather chop it because I want to chop it and put it into my uh, roller, my SP404. Because it'll be much cleaner for me to, and easier for me to go through and chop uh, the thing. Okay. All right. Uh, but I'll yeah, get, it, I'll get it to you. Maybe okay. Yeah, try to send it to up. me by tomorrow. Oh, uh, this episode? Okay. Oh, no, that's not about to happen. I mean. No, no, not that. The, 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 the shout out. Oh, the, the, the shout out. The, okay. the, the, the drop. Yeah. <laughs> like, drop. Oh, yeah, the drop on me. Right, the drop I need because I want to start. I want to start on that so that way I can try to get the shit, get that record over to you, get a couple of joints over to you next week. You want me to redo the one? Yeah, yeah, because I'm gonna try to get them joints to you next week, man. I'm I'm told you I'm like fucking full speed on this damn redo. I've been dropped, nigga. I've been staying up like fucking late. I'll be having to be at work to log on at seven. I've been staying up like two and three on this shit. You see how the pictures been floating around, nigga? We yeah, dude. I gotta get you up here, Marlon. Real shit, because. Uh, yeah, you got to get in on this movie, and I think you'd be perfect, especially okay. with, you know, a lot of these shows and stuff coming up. Because I got a homeboy named DJ Illinois of the Cedar Rapids. He wants to bring tech up there because they don't really have that scene. You could go up there and make a fucking gold mine up there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get with you. I'm going to get with you. Let me wrap this shit up. Well, get with me, man. Get with me because he's got some other shows he's bringing up here, and I think you'd be perfect fit on that roster. Okay. All right, I'm going to get with you. Okay. All right, All right Jedi. Stay safe. Love you, bro. I love you. All right. <laughs> they go, oh boy, <laughs> Cal DJ Papa Cal. What did I leave off? Uh, no, Cal, legendary, big influence on some rap shit, on some hip hop shit. He really was like a Dr. Dre to me, and I was a Snoop because, you know, man, I can go over Calvin's house and um, he would play instrumental. This I don't even know if niggas still even do this shit anymore. Just play beats and just rhyme all fucking night i don't fucking know so let's get the fuck up out